0: What's going on, guys? Hey, it is the Weekend Wire here on the Coach Jack Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Guys, we have an exciting show for you. We're going to be talking about all kinds of rumors. That's going to be the, the bulk of it because there's so many out there and it's fun to talk shit. Uh, and, you know, a little bit of movie and TV news as normal. What to expect from the Weekend Wire. But first, as always, the standing tradition is the big ask. If you guys haven't been listening, or if you have been listening, please hit the subscribe button. We have a ton of great podcasts here on the culture jacked. Uh, you know, we start the week off Monday madness. It's original content. We have the Thursday news desk show with Dustin. He's diving knee deep into all of that video gaming news and everything you'd ever want from the video game world. Friday, Friday, Dustin brings you his original content, which is is always awesome. He's diving into all kinds of things. Saturday, guys, we have been regularly doing on this episode in which we cover things like the current runner is the Wheel of Time, where Dustin and Logan dive knee-deep into it. But in the past, we've hit on the Eternals. We've hit on Hawkeye, Loki, and many other shows. So that's more of a showrunner on this episode so that's on Saturdays and of course on Sunday you're listening to it right now we're covering your TV and movie news and everything in between so you get like an uh, I feel like that's a pretty nice group of different types of podcasts kind of covering some new stuff you're getting original content on Fridays and Mondays And you get something a little special on those Saturdays as well, where we go deep into whatever show or movie we're talking about. Guys, that's enough for uh, me trying to sell you on it. You know what's right for you. You're going to go over and hit the subscribe button. You're going to give us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, whatever that may be. And we'll leave it at that. Let's uh, gear up to go ahead and start discussing. Truth be told, for some God awful reason. I ended up doing two different lists for this sh- the uh, show today, and I'm not really sure why. So I got to skim through here. Okay, so we'll just start off with a couple of notes that I just had on the uh, this other this other uh, page of information. For whatever reason, then I got to go back through and delete some of this. I just didn't want to mess with the content. I was I was writing down. Guys, the Eternals is now available on Disney Plus. I, uh, I I'm so kind of torn by the way it, that the Eternals got kind of shafted, in my opinion, from the uh, from the box office and from the reviews while it was in theater. I'm hoping that we see an uptick with uh, um, I I want to say likeness or. Or what have you, but coming out of the box office, it had 6.6 out of 10 for IMBD, 47% Rotten Tomatoes, 52% for Metacritic, 78% people like this per Google. And I hope that most of you give Eternals the opportunity I feel it deserves with a runtime of two hours and 37 minutes with the not only the cast, but the story. I said it before. Um, on the show and I'll say it again I felt as though uh, Chloe Zhao the the screenplay producer these characters from Jack Kirby um, the actors and actresses the story the music composers just everything I felt was just spot on was this the best uh, superhero movie of all time no but I feel like it is its own thing And that to me uh, Deserves recognition I feel like with not having continuity From past or ties to the future Going into this Like we see with a lot of the superhero shows Such as Spider-Man I mean we go to Spider-Man We know, we know so much about the character We know so much Especially if we talk about Spider-Man No Way Home Which we're not going to dive too much into that If at all today But you have the lineage, you have this, and you have expectations set for what you're going to get. And I feel like with a lot of the Marvel shows, there are these preconceived expectations, um, not to excuse the Eternals from that by any stretch of the imagination, however, um, to kind of broaden out and, and... want to experience something a little different, something told in a different fashion with characters we have not seen yet, which I found to be unique and highly enjoyable. I mean, we got Kit Harrington as the Black Knight, which I'm going to talk about here in a moment. Uh, Angelina Jolie, uh, Gemma Chan as Cersei. We've got Richard Madsen as Icarus. We had Sama Hayek as Ajax. We had uh Camille N- Najujami, I always fuck that guy's name up And I love that dude, uh, as Kingo We had Don Lee as Gilgamesh We had Barry Kogan as And I'm sure I fucked his name up as Droog uh, Leah McHugh as Sprite and, and just the character selection The actor and actress selection in this To me, blended well With the story that was being told in The Eternals So if you guys haven't given The Eternals a fair shake Check it out on Disney Plus. Um, I re-watched it once it came out because I enjoyed it in theater. And I feel like I enjoyed it more sitting at the comfort of my own home, already experiencing it once. Like, dude, this is a pretty solid movie. It's not like the movie was was clunky or was was shoddy. I just feel like it's a different. A different telling it isn't a uh, modern lineage or a superhero movie told in the sense that we're uh, accustomed to Captain America with Tony Stark towards is like ultra bombastic cool thing going on and there's a lot of action and there's this that and the other this told the story of the deviants of the Celestials and of the Eternals and uh, I would highly recommend again checking that out now a couple of things off of that movie and then we're going to go into a Uh, several other tidbits of news and and what have you but you know we did get Harry Styles in in the very end and pip the troll so Harry Styles was Star Fox pip the troll is pip the troll Um, and I'm interested to see what direction this show will go uh, because, A, it says the Eternals will return, so we, we have a, a thought there that that's going to happen, obviously. We have some Eternals in space. We have uh, some Eternals that just got taken from the Celestials, And then we also have now, right, the introduction of Star Fox, the introduction to Pip the Troll. But as an end credit teaser, we got... Kit Harrington's Black Knight in the scene that everybody's trying to guess the voice. Are you ready or whatever it is he says because the ebony blade is shown. I love how they show it. The beautiful box is opened. You've got this uh, crazy thing going on on the blade itself. It's calling to him. And Dane Whitman is the long lineage from one of one of the many people from the Black Knight run. And I, yeah, I'm just extremely excited to see what comes of it we obviously don't know where any of it's going we don't know what the plans are for the eternals themselves We don't know what the plans are for starfox and pit patrol or black knight so again i you know i'm genuinely excited to see what and where they do with the show um talking about shows we have ozark returning january 21st If you guys have not seen Ozark, that is a show that I would highly recommend. Obviously, it's an adult. It's an adult show, but nonetheless, it's an incredible show available on Netflix. We've got, you know, uh, just. uh, Let's see, how do do I want to say it here? It is essentially a family show where shit goes wrong to put it nicely. And they're on their third, is it their third season or fourth season? Um, you know, Jason Bateman's in it, Laura Linney, uh, Julia Garner, Sophia Hoblitz. And I'm excited to see what they, what they bring. Oh, it's season four. Actually, I believe it's season four. It's over on Netflix. I think they've, they've won awards. They've done all kinds of stuff. Uh, IMBD is giving an 8.4 out of 10 rotten tomatoes given 81%. Google users are throwing a 92% at this, uh, show. So I, I would watch it. I've watched the first three seasons, highly enjoyable, kind of a different story. Uh, definitely an adult show though. So if the kids are out, you, uh, are going to probably want to wait for them to go to bed. I mean, that's your call. Like, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you want to, whatever it is, you want to uh, dive into with or without the kids is, is your business. Um, recently have seen a, or I have seen, I, I would hope you have seen as well, more and more trailers for the up and coming Halo TV show. That's going to be dropping on Paramount. Let me pull, pull up the information I had for this uh, right here. I, I reported on it before, but I feel like they're really starting to push Uh more and more so halo is an up and coming american military science fiction streaming television series developed by kyle killian and steve Kahn for the streaming service paramount plus based on the video game franchise i fucking hope so that would have been hot trash had it not been but keep in mind as an executive producer we have steven spielberg so that is incredible let's talk a little bit about the cast for this show as well Uh, we've got Pablo Schreiber as Master Chief, which Pablo Schreiber, if you're not familiar, this dude, this dude's pretty badass. I like this guy. And I'll tell you why. He was in American Gods. He killed it in that show. He was also let me pull up his. Let me just let me just go ahead and give a shout out to this guy. Cause I I like this dude. He's uh maybe running under the radar for a lot of people, but he was also in Den of Thieves. Uh, Lorelai in 13 Hours. He's been in other shows as well. I like this dude. Um, I hope that we continue to see him in shows and movies. I think that uh, he has a bright future in front of him. And I'm excited to see him as Master Chief. Uh, It also has Natasha McClone as Cortana. uh, Or why does it say Cortana? And uh, Jen Taylor is Cortana, I guess. It's kind of strange that it's doing that um we've got Danny Sapani coming in as Captain Jacobs, Yerin Ha as Kwan. I we've got Bokeem Woodbine. Woodbine, that dude's been in all kinds of movies for a very long time. Soren 66 Natasha Kolzik as Riz 028. Uh and several others. I don't want to continue to go through this list. I I am really hoping they knock it out of the park. I mean, Halo Infinite is doing very well as far as the video game goes. Halo, in my opinion, is one of the just juggernauts, one of the big guys when it comes to an IP from Microsoft. It Probably, I, I would argue to say that Halo is probably the biggest IP, uh, biggest modern IP that has the lineage from The boys at Microsoft, Uh, you know, they've got that. And then I would say something like Gears of War and and some of the other stuff. But nonetheless, let's see what happens. Let me try to pull this up to see if we got an official release date. Anyways, the trailers have been playing regularly. If you guys haven't caught it, you're going to want to check that out. Hold on. Stand by. Let me pull this guy up. Okay, we got a couple teasers. We got some first looks. Where in the heck? is the uh, sometimes when you look this stuff up and you get just drawn in so many different directions come on okay it's just saying 2022 let me go back here i don't know why tv series release date we've got some uh fun rumor stuff we're gonna go into today uh, let's see sometime in 2020. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep moving though. Anyways, guys, if you're interested in that, make sure to check out the trailer available on YouTube pretty much everywhere else. If you're interested, uh, let's see what we've got here. All right. Uh, so some shows that are already out and coming out, um, that you may want to be aware of the, V, I don't know why I just said that uh DC worldwide we have Superman and Lois Lane new episodes just kicked off in January 11th that's on the CW I like it's it's interesting to me that the relationship with DC HBO and everything on how they're doing this I had to get a drink of coffee there folks um because we have Superman and Lois Lane uh Tuesday January 11th they have new episodes dropping so it's already it's already out and going we have the new show Naomi. Um, that's streaming also January 11th on CW. So both of those are CW. We have Batwoman dropping uh, Wednesdays, nine, eight. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, That's coming with a lot of speculation around Batwoman. We have the new HBO Max Peacemaker show, and which we're going to talk a little bit about here shortly. That just dropped January 13th. That's on HBO Max. And then we've got DC Legends of Tomorrow streaming on CW as well. Um, so it's interesting to me because of the relationship, if I understand it correctly, and I could be, I could be, uh, corrected here is I feel like the shows that are streaming on CW are more of the long form drama series, not as hardcore as what we're going to get on HBO max, not that rated R stuff, not the, not the, uh, hard hitting, you know, you have to you have to be rated R Doom Patrol, Peacemaker uh, and others that are available on there. And then they leave more of the drama standing form show on um, CW. And again, I could be wrong there. I just feel like that's kind of that's kind of how they're running in. So let's keep going here. Uh, OK, let me do something here real quick. All right, so we uh, let's jump into some rumor stuff because hey, I, that that's what I want to do. Um, there are some ties between Spider-Man director John Watts and joining the Final Destination HBO Max reboot of the show. So Final Destination, if you're not familiar with it, it is like this crazy show. There's been several movies and several things tied to it over the years, but the original shows essentially were the situation to where death is timed and this will happen at this time. And you can't prevent it. If you circumvent it, shit's going to go awry. And I believe they've done fairly well. I recall watching the first two and it's, it is more of a horror esque movie because some crazy grotesque shit can happen. Um, And then there's people that dodge it and then it escalates and escalates. So HBO Max will be rebuilding the IP, and from what it looks like, John Watts, the director from Spider-Man, may be tied to it. So that's interesting. I mean, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Um, Another rumor. Oh, wait, no, that's not a rumor. That was just a funny picture. I don't know why I just did that. I can't share a picture with you guys on the uh, podcast, so I apologize. Um, So actually, I watched this movie last night, and then I read this this interesting tidbit from an actor. I watched the last duel last night. And if you guys hadn't seen that, let me pull up the specifications on that. Just so I'm quasi accurate. It wasn't bad. It was interesting. Um, Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind it. It, it starred Jody, Jody Comer, Matt Damon, Ben Aff Adam driver and others. In this show, um, Jean D uh, Corgeau is respected knight for his bravery and skill in the battlefield. And I'm messing these names with this. This is the French. Um, anyways, essentially the gist of this uh, the movie was directed by Ridley Scott. You've got two main characters in this show Matt Damon, Adam Driver. And as a strong secondary, you have Ben Affleck and you have Jody uh, Comer. So, Matt Damon and Adam driver's characters. Uh, and I'm not going to explain the whole movie to you. This isn't an OT, but nonetheless, these two guys went to, went to battle together and uh, it, it's at a very interesting time in the world. Let me see if I can get the, what the uh, actual date, well, I guess not Um, anyways, very, very interesting in the sense of, War is happening. A lot of things are changing in the world. And while Matt Damon continues to be this, this hardened battlefield character, this guy that is going and seeking and and fighting for the King, um, his counterpart, Adam driver who once was in that same role kind of pulled back and became a swire, a squire of a high official or a, I believe he's a nephew or a cousin to the King And there's a lot of conflicting things that are happening. Overall, I thought the movie was was good. Um, Yeah, I personally after watching it, they could have probably did like a short series on like HBO. And I feel like it would have been received better Uh, because then you would have got to build out the characters a little bit more. Essentially, the way the story is told is from different peoples because of what happens. And there's some significant things that do happen within the within the movie. They do it as one of those ones to where it's like, here's this person's version. Here's Matt Damon's character's version. Here's Ben Affleck's or not Ben Affleck's, Adam Driver's version. Here's Jodie Comer's version of part of the story that's being told out because there's a lot of a lot of things that happen and, and conspire throughout the film to kind of build up to the to the last duel that. It's it's kind of important to understand all sides of the story so you can draw your own conclusion of what's right and wrong. So anyways, the reason I bring that up um, is, hey, if you're interested in those kinds of in that kind of movie, um, I I would watch it. I again, it was enjoyable. I love, you know, Adam Driver, that dude's that dude is uh, I'm just happy to see him uh, continuing to build his resume and to do these movies. I think that dude's got a huge future in front of him. Um, of course, I always enjoyed Matt Damon on the big screen, Ben Affleck on the big screen, and, and everything else. But here's the catch. Here's here's one of the reasons I bring that up, uh, other than watching it and trying to get you guys to watch it if it's something that interests you. Is this recently? Bat, uh, bat, <laughs> Bafflick, Ben Affleck says theaters will only be for Marvel and big franchise futures. Now, why you may ask? He says this. Well. See, Ben Affleck regarding the industry, the streaming success of The Last Duel clinched his feelings on the matter. He added there will be 40 movies a year theatrically, probably all IP or sequel or animated. So essentially, the reason he's making this comment, if I am interpreting this correctly, The Last Duel was not successful in the box office. In fact... uh, the Last Duel cost 100 mil to make. I mean, it's a Ridley Scott movie. I'm mean, like, dude's a juggernaut. When you have a cast with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, Jodie Cormier, and others, I mean, that the cast alone warrants uh, turnout. In this case, there wasn't such turnout. $30 million, $30.6, $31 million is what they brought in for the box office. It's now available streaming on HBO Max for free. I, again, if you watch this movie, let's see if you feel the same way I do. I still feel like had they done like a six part mini series going in a little bit further on the battles, going in, you know, building the characters out more, this thing would have been successful. Um, I just feel like the short form and then the retelling of the stories within one movie may have been a bit of a Debbie Denner and the timing. uh, I feel like the timing is a little off. And then of course the story, if you guys didn't see the commercial essentially um, without ruining kind of how it ends Uh, Matt Damon's character His wife is Jodie Cormer, and she is accusing Adam Driver's character Of raping her And Matt Damon Being kind of the beastly character That he portrays in the show uh, Essentially challenges Him into the last Duel so anyways Check it out if it's something that interests you I mean that's Yeah anyways let's keep moving Let's keep moving here. Folks, Marvel's Fantastic Four reboot Reportingly still is John Watts' next film So John Watts appears to be getting in pretty deep With several different things going on here, guys He is mentioned to be tied to the Final Destination HBO Max reboot He's possibly tied to the Fantastic Four reboot I mean, so dude's either extremely busy Or it's just a rumor and it's going nowhere I would not be... I would bet by the end of this year, we are going to see more and more information and hopefully some kind of tie-ins in these next several large movies releasing something that ties the Fantastic Four even closer to coming out or a character's introduced. There's so much speculation out there right now, guys. Um, In other movie news, we have that Batman receives a PG-13 rating, which... Okay, we'll take it for what it is. Moving on. Um, Netflix, There, in other news and rumors, Netflix is shooting back-to-back sequels for The Red Notice. And if you guys didn't catch The Red Notice, highly enjoyable movie on Netflix, which starred three huge characters from past shows. We've got Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and uh, supposedly they're doing back-to-back sequels for those characters we'll have to see kind of what comes from that in other movie news the santa claus series for disney plus has announced tim allen will be returning so they're building up a santa claus and that is a classic so coming off of the holidays here i watch santa claus with tim allen highly enjoyable i've watched it for many, many 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 years uh The details, I don't believe, are fully out on this, but Netflix is planning on raising prices by 11% for U.S. subscribers, which means Netflix costs are up to four times as much as uh, up to four times Apple TV per month. So we'll kind of see what's going on there. It's not a huge surprise that we're not seeing that we're seeing some of these subscribers or some of the subscription prices going up for the streaming platforms because we see that they are dumping tremendous amounts of money into these movies, into these TV shows, and I would not be surprised as the battle continues between the HBO Max's, the Netflix, the Hulu's, the Disney Plus's uh, prices rise as IP's uh, viewership turns out. Um, I just wouldn't be. Uh, okay, let's circle back around here real quick Peacemaker's out I will probably end up doing an OTE on this They dropped, I believe, three episodes right out of the gate This show is everything I wanted it to be with Peacemaker um, And it does pick up after The Suicide Squad And again, I'm not going to spoil it for you But what I will say is I appreciate the fact that there is so many callbacks There's so- It makes it feel like an extension of the Suicide Squad. And I truly, truly appreciate that. Of course, James Gunn's killing it. And I'm excited to see what else James Gunn does because there's also tons of speculation that he is tied to several other DC properties. Now, whether that will come to fruition, is it real, is it not? That's to be determined, but I really hope so, man. I really do. Uh, Let's see, let's pull up one other thing here. Okay. All right. So we've got the Batman coming out March fourth, and there's they're still building up. I love this because so much hype is building up around this. You've got uh, McFarlane Toys is just released a bunch of new toys for this. Uh, we're seeing tidbits, pieces, parts, and pieces more of more Robert Pattinson's Batman, the Paul Dano Riddler, Colin Farrell's Penguin. Um, hopefully we'll see some more of the Jeffrey Wright, James Gordon. We've got Andy Serkis, uh, John Tortaro as Carmine Falcone. I mean, these are such great characters. Peter Skarsgård as uh, Gil Coulson. I mean, there's going to be, let's see, it's March is when this movie's coming out. Uh, I'm going to say that we're going to continue to see More and more trailers and tidbits building up to March. I mean, we've got the new cat, the Catwoman brought in. We've got, uh, guys, it's coming soon. I am super excited. I hope you are as well. Let's see what else we've got here. Just wanted to bring that up. We've got Doctor Strange coming soon, which if you didn't see No Way Home, Actually, it doesn't even matter anymore because the trailer, the freaking trailers out there. We've got Dr. Strange coming. We're going to see a lot of buildup, in my opinion, for that. Um, Let's do this. Uh, let's. Um, We're going to see a lot of buildup. We're going to see some more trailers, I would suspect, for that coming because that's out in May. So, guys, we're stacked for 2022, and it's still early in the year. That's what's so exciting to me. About all of this, we've got Ozar coming. We've got uh, Billions coming soon. We've got the boys dropping this summer. We've got a should we should be hearing about the uh, Invincible dropping? I would hope this summer. Uh, The Umbrella Academy is in production, I believe, if that's correct. And so much, a little bit of everything, is coming out and. Um, what's so great about this is we've got such a assortment of TV shows and movies coming out. And then on top of all of that, we've got all the fodder, the rumors to include a lot of the stuff I talked about today that is going to continue to build. And then some of this stuff is going to come to come to fact, come to fruition. And it just continues to build up the, the year it builds up the excitement. It builds up the, the, the uh, just overall speculation of what's to come to include some of the closure of some of the incredible films and TV shows that we're going to see this year. I mean, Doctor Strange, Batman, Aquaman, Wakanda Forever, the Black Panther 2, I'm I'm so excited. Thor Love and Thunder, Uh, just so many different things are coming out, and I hope you guys are excited. I mean, that's most of what I just said, if not all of it, was... Uh, a lot of these, the superhero or Marvel DC IPs, but we've got a lot of independent stuff that's in the work. The Malarverse is supposedly still continuing to grow. We've got Super Crooks. I enjoyed the animated series. We had Jupiter's Legacy that got that got shot down. But uh, there's rumors that they were still working on Prodigy for Malarverse. They're working on Magic Order. There was a uh, some rumors about Wanted coming back and just so much more so we'll leave it at that guys today because i could sit here and ramble on probably for another 45 minutes just about some of the rumors and some of the speculation going on as mentioned in the beginning of this episode guys we're dropping between four and five episodes here on the culture jack podcast trying to cover uh all of your entertainment needs from video games to movies and tv shows with the friday show and sunday weekend wire We also have the Friday show and the Monday show, which Dustin and I both bring original content, depending on whatever we're feeling, whether we're talking this, that or the other, you get that. And then on Saturdays, we're still doing the OTE regularly, where we go on a deep dive on shows and movies as well. So with that being said, it's your time to shine, guys. Take the moment hit the subscribe button. If you enjoy this content, drop a comment and drop a review. The reviews really mean a lot to us because it's the one thing we're not really in control of other than asking you so nicely to please drop a review on your favorite podcasting platform, whatever that may be. It could be Audible. It could be SoundCloud. It could be iTunes. It could be... Use your imagination. It's whatever you use. So we'll leave it at that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in the week on Wire here on the Culture Jack podcast. As always, we'll catch you in the next podcast.